My pets are driving me insane. Just kidding, he let's talk. This is The Betty Show with your favorite co-host, Jonah. This is The Betty Show Podcast with your inimitable hostess, Ebony Walker, BKA Black Betty. Some swarthy negress with a motor mouth and a Geechee draw. Got some shit to talk for all of y'all. Now just get in here, let's talk. <laughs> I have two cats and two dogs. Rather, one adult cat, a kitten, and two puppies. And before y'all start judging me with your judging eyes and your judging ears, let me tell you how I came about having all these damn animals. First of all, hi y'all. Welcome to the Betty Show Podcast. I'm your host, Black Betty, and um, you know, I'm cosplaying Black Betty, but in real life, I'm Ebony Walker. And, and Ebony Walker is, 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 is a cleaning lady. And cleaning ladies get tipped. And my first pet, you know, in this season of my life, which was the cat, my cat, Popalicious, she goes by Poppy. She was a tip. I made a new client. I cleaned that client's house. That client sent me away with a cat. And, um, you know, at the time, it was like, oh, cool, I had no pets. I had been in my apartment for, I don't know, six or eight months, you know. And um, it, it, it wasn't a bad thing. I can afford one cat, certainly. Um, but then I acquired a puppy, Titus. Titus is my puppy. He is a um, border collie and also Aussie doodle mix. So he's a mutt. I mean, an Aussie doodle is an Australian shepherd breed, you know, crossed with another dog. So Titus has got three dang on dogs in him. He's a mutt. But he's cute. He has long curly poodle hair. And he's got this black and white Oreo look that just steals hearts. It was said to me several times when I first brought Titus home, like, this dog is a heart stealer. I can tell you stories about Titus all day of all the hearts he stole from the moment I picked him up and brought him home. But that was, you know, a funny story, too. Got a good friend, her neighbor, um, the neighbor to my friend, they wound up with some puppies and they were giving them away. Free of charge. Just come get them because they had a, a, quite a few of them. And so at the time, I was very excited. And I mean, once my my I was sent the picture, that was it for me. I only have one cat at the time, a kitten, you know, barely a, a kitten, you know. Uh, you know, she was probably a few months old when I brought her home. She was definitely a kitten. She got bigger. Now she's about a year and a half. Um, but that's, she's all I had was the cat. So I said, okay, I'll bring this fluffy furball dog. It probably won't get terribly large. And you know, I'll have a cat and I'll have a dog, some normal people stuff. Like that's really what I, th I thought I was doing some normal people stuff. But, um, the cat got pregnant. 
That's how I ended up with a kitten. The cat dropped a litter of three kittens. One survived. Whiskey. He is sleeping in his crate nearby. I'll I'll tell you about Whiskey later. Whiskey is my kitten, and he is the son to the cat that I got tipped with when I cleaned a house a year and a half ago. (laughs) And then Titus just kind of fell into my lap in a similar kind of fashion. I knew someone who knew someone through my work or my whatever, talking to people. And that's just what happened. But then five months into being the mother to Titus, my Border Collie Aussie Doodle Mix, I get wind that Titus has a brother that got brought back, that was returned. We'll put it that way. His brother wasn't going to work out for the family that he was left with. And that family wanted him to have a good home. And here go my dumbass. Oh, you, this will be great for Titus. And Titus's brother will, he'll grow up with his brother. So I bring this damn dog in my house. And that damn dog, his name is Odin, was the inspiration for this episode of The Betty Show. Because on today, that dog, after being in the crate for two hours, decided to bust out of his crate and kill half of my plants. My plants were in my bedroom where I keep the dog's crates because the dogs sleep with me in their crates. I don't believe in putting animals in the bed because it just sends the wrong message and I wish people would understand that, but whatever. Um, The dogs, one dog, my good buddy, my Titus, the dog I've had the longest, he was just in his crate hanging out. Meanwhile, his brother is outside of the crate Four of my plants are uprooted, dug up. My avocado tree that I germinated from seed and grew from seed to seedling to sapling. Chow killed it. Ripped the top off. Man, I'm just thinking and remembering the images when I first walked into my bedroom today and I saw all this stuff. I almost died. (laughs) I just couldn't believe it. And, you know, I mean, I guess I should have anticipated it. It's a dog. But, like, geez, Louise, it was hurtful. It was hurtful. (laughs) So this is what happened. Uh, I live in South Carolina, and I'm on the coast. And there was a hurricane that just, you know, came ripping through the nation. I know it tore up Florida real good, Hurricane Ian. Hurricane Ian was coming, and I had a couple clients call me to do jobs where I was just helping them prepare. And once I did those jobs, I remembered that, hey, I need to prepare. I have a porch full of plants that probably need to be brought into the home. So I bring my plants in my home, and I'm happy with that. My plants are in my home and they'll be safe from Hurricane Ian and yay, plant mom, yay, hearts. And um, then after I bring my plants in my home, I remember that I have cats. And while one cat is a grown-up, the other cat, her baby, is still a kitten. And I remember that kitten's mom when she was a kitten. She liked tearing up plants. That is actually how all of my house plants ended up on my porch. 
because I brought a cat into my home that tore up all my plants. She killed a whole palm tree. That's when I learned that cats are vicious creatures. She killed plants. Like, just scratched the trunk of the palm tree until it just... It was limp and it just died. She just dig things up like the cats can really destroy some foliage, child. That that's that 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 might be one of their favorite things to do. I didn't know that about cats because growing up we had cats, but they were always outside. Maybe one or two in the house, but they were most of them were outside. Um, and the one or two that were in the house was because of me. <laughs> but um, <laughs> so this dog Odin who is the brother that I took in about two months ago. He is the brother to my to my dog, Titus. Destroyed a lot of plants after beating his way out of his crate so he could destroy the plants. And that's, you know, the last, the latest of a very long list of destruction for this dog. And so I'm a little stressed out. I don't want the dog anymore. I want to get rid of the dog. I'm just being honest. I do. I don't think I will. I'm working on it. But I could definitely use some encouragement as it relates to being a pet person and uh, a, an animal lover and a pet parent. I can use some encouragement because I'll tell you what, that is one thing. That is extremely hard to come by when you are an animal lover and you don't have any animal lover friends or you are, you know, keep pets and you don't have friends that keep pets on top of having the kind of friends who will discourage you from having pets. It's a whole thing. And I want to talk about it. I just shared my story with you. I'm so happy if you would share some of your stories with me and you can send it to my email, blackbaddy.official at gmail.com. And I'll be happy to take a look at some of those or comment on the podcast if that's possible. I think it is on Spotify at least, but I definitely want you to share your stories with me. I shared mine with you so that we can get into this conversation about being a pet owner, what it takes, how it really is. And the kinds of things we face from non-pet people. That's the conversation. And let's get a little deeper. This is The Betty Show with your co-host Jonah. Get in here. Let's talk. Hello, hello. He love a Who do you like? I just wonder sometimes, my son, who like you see as your like adult personality. Like, if you could look, think of any either celebrity male, because that would be easier for me to envision, of course, and the audience. Like, when you think about what I, my adult me, like, who, what, what, who you emulating? What, who, who is it? What? I so genuinely can't think of anyone. Okay. That like, was probably not a, really, a human. That was probably a really hard question. Listen to these dogs crying. We're in our home and there are dogs crying and but there are 
nappy cats. They're sleepy. They they were sleeping, but they're actually getting kind of active. Y'all know cats are active at night. But I brought Jonah into the conversation, y'all, my son, because he is also a pet owner and can feel me. You know, like he, he's a pet owner because you know he he live right here and deal with all of this pet stuff that I be dealing with, and so he's here. And um, everybody, hush! These animals are just being ridiculous, and it's like driving me insane. But yeah, I thought Jonah, I wanted to bring you into the conversation because I was talking about you know previously. About how there is, you know, a thing with animals where, like, you need to be encouraged by people who keep or care for animals or at least like them because you do get a lot of negativity from others or non, you know, pet owners as it relates to animals. And the reason why I want to kind of go that route is because I do want to say this. While this whole Odin thing today is stressing me out and I'm all yucky about it and everything, um, I still do recognize, as do you, that Odin is a puppy. He's a kid. You can't, you know, he doesn't know. He's not trying to piss me off. He didn't. He would not just meanfully kill all my plants if he knew that's what he was doing. This looked like some outside stuff to him. This is the kind of stuff he encounters outside. So, like, I get that he's a dog and he's a baby dog. And this is not crazy wild behavior this is the kind of things that dogs do um this is the kind of thing that even kids do when they get bored um but at the same time i don't want him no more i don't care <laughs> that's literally how i feel like it makes perfect sense it he he in he's kind of he's not right but he is doing what a kid would do what a puppy would do and that and his actions by that way are not justifiable but understandable. And while I understand them, I still hate them. Hate his guts. Um yeah. you know, because like I think about like I know he didn't just like kill our avocado tree, but he did just like kill, kill our, our avocado, avocado tree. Like he he didn't say, Look at this avocado tree the humans grew. I'm gonna murder it. But he did go plant eat and in effect same outcome same diff <laughs> like i i'm hurting like, like and that's I, the I'm thing grieving. i'm grieving the loss of my plants and i feel like i don't get to because i still have kid. to he doesn't get it he's just a kid and i'm still having to deal with you know punishing him so he's not sleeping in my room near the plants tonight and he's crying and now titus is crying because they need each other and it's just like i'll kill you both dead like what <laughs> do y'all need from me <laughs> like, this is not okay <laughs> like, like... I feel like with the Odin situation, like, the whole, I'm not, it's like, I'm not surprised. This was a problem long in the making since his crate was busted up. 
at the same time, I'm still like deeply insulted at her. <laughs> like hurt, insulted, like embarrassed even yes. because I put the plants in there thinking they were safe, forgetting that he does sometimes burst out the crate, but I never imagined that he would also be a plant digger. So now our cat Whiskey clearly thinks he's a dog. Our dog Odin, he thinks he's a cat. That's the thing they get to me. Like I brought those plants into the home and into my bedroom particularly to protect them from my cats and I fed them to one of the dogs and that is it's all just just I'm grieving I'm like, grieving the whole situation really means like a <laughs> script from the office or a Looney Tunes episode it's ridiculous like, we, we, we really were like, yes, let's bring these into your room. Remember, we had this whole operation. We did a whole operation. We, you know, we, like we laid them towels the down. We re- we moved the room. Like, we okay, we're going to get these plants in here. We like, were fending off whiskey, beating them off with a stick. Like, get out of the way, whiskey. We're getting the plants safe from you in the room. And then and I come back from, the, from my little blade or whatever. Plants dead. Plants dead. Half of my plants gone. I was able to save a couple plants. I was able to repot my polka dot completely. It's a little leafy plant with pink polka dots on it. It's really pretty. I want to see what it's going to do when it grows more and get big. And it's been thriving. Um, found it at Walmart for like five ninety eight or something. We found, did we find an avocado root too? We might even be able to bring we that back. We found an avocado root when we were cleaning up. So we might be able to bring that back. Um... That's right. We got some things in the water to see if we can get some, you know, re re actually we fed it not just water but plant food um water. So we're hoping we can get some things back going. It's a minor setback really, but a harmful, a hurtful setback. Harmful, hurtful. I don't like, know what the accent is or where it came from. I don't know either, but it inspired me to slip into my British mummy. Your favorite. Honestly. Honestly. There is no better. No better than her. Honestly. So I've been dealing with this and I'm trying very hard to, you know, come to a conclusion on what to do with the dog. However, as of right now, I'm not completely sure whether I'm whether I'm coming or going really, because my head is twisted because my avocado and my peace lily. <laughs> I'm hurting my cactus. It wouldn't be morally right to just Corella Deville him, but oh, I would prefer it. He make a beautiful scarf. He enough to make me a coat. But a scarf. Oh, I wish I knew some people that knew some people that knew some people. <laughs> if only. <laughs> what a flex. That is terrible. This is going to be disgusting to PETA and everybody who loves animals. And understand I'm an animal lover, but I got to say this. It's burning a hole. What a flex would it be? <laughs> to just wear him. <laughs> that sounds I so messed up. I just understood. It's so messed up. It's but so messed that, up. But like, that's so stylish. I kind of love it. I just feel like it would just, like, you know, like, if that's like some, like, I am man, you know, that's some, I you are dog. Like, that's some human superiority crap. But, like, you 
did some shit and I don't want you anymore. I can't find anyone to take you, so I'll have you skinned and worn around my neck for fucking up my plants. Excuse me, son, for the cursing. It's PG-13, and you're 13, and in PG-13 movies now, they said the F word. I'm basically 14 now, so. You are. Your birthday's in, like, less than a week. So, exactly. Like, I just feel I'm, I'm full. My heart is full. Um, I hate the dog. I'm going to just be honest here, more honest than I could ever be on my Facebook platform where there are just too many weirdos who don't get that I'm a fucking person. And um, yeah, but I can say it here. I hate the dog. I don't like Odin at all, but this is why it's amazing. You don't have to like him to show him love, but at the same time, what kind of life is it for him? He should have an owner. And this is me really speaking from my heart. He should have an owner that loves him. He should have. I want to. I want to be that owner. But I'm just not sure it's me because you have hurt me deeply, bro. Like, this is a wound. Like, it's like gaping right now still. And, like, I'm talking like I'm bleeding out. Like dates don't fix bullet holes. Band-Aids don't fix bullet holes. You say sorry just for show. You live like that. You live, you live with, with ghosts. ghosts. Shoot. <sighs> anyway, you know Taylor gonna tell him. But Taylor gonna tell him. If somebody gonna tell him. Maybe Soldier Boy won't, but Taylor will. <laughs> she will. I have to remind myself when it comes to this life thing child at any point in time you can just start over this is the betty show podcast i'm your host black betty get in here let's talk this is the betty show with your co-host jonah get in here let's talk Of course, we would never skin the dog and make a scarf with him or a coat or anything. We need to say that for the sensitive folks. Even though if you're sensitive, you really shouldn't be listening to this podcast. I mean, when Jonah's not here, we get ratchet. And, um, anyway, I, um, and the dog's still here. We're not going to eat him. I don't eat dog. It's possible. I mean, you know. I've seen the videos, like, people in other countries, they have dog-eating fests. It's the weirdest shit you've ever seen. But, I mean, to me, but I'm American. Hmm? I mean, do it taste good? I mean, I don't know. I, I don't want to. But I like dogs. I don't want to eat them. But, you know, they say pigs have the intelligence of dogs, and I love bacon. So it's just interesting when it comes to animals. So it is a weird, to me, um place in a society being an animal animal lover or pet owner because I definitely feel like that is one area that where you know it's a binary amongst people most people either have and love animals or they do not and they do not get it you do have some people who don't have any animals but used to or whatever and I'll say most people either have had or currently have you know, because yeah. I feel like the people who do get it typically just because they have had before exactly. or something. But, you know, 
this the people who don't they're interesting i wanted to kind of explore them a little bit because there are many people who don't keep pets and they definitely don't get it i run into so many people who just be like oh about the dog i have people who tell me straight up or have over the years with other pets i've had like i never get out of your house you have animals like you know like let's be real particularly black folk okay the ones of us who don't do the animals tend to be like don't do the animals and like what are you doing like that's crazy like and it's just very interesting to see because um you know while i'm very upset with the dog and do want to get rid of the dog i did a long time ago make my peace with the fact that this was my dog i went and got him and i brought him home and he's our dog i've observed you begrudgingly making your peace with this and okay say your peace jonah hold up a finger like wait but hold up would i call what i've done making peace or would i call it adapting because while I have, in a way, made my peace with just him being here, have I done that or have I just... He's not leaving, so I might as well get comfortable with him. Adapting. Oh, wow. Just... You know, I made a point earlier um, that, you know, I could have been thrown out on the streets if somebody didn't take me in and care for me. Granted, that person was my great-grandmother and... You know, I was delivered to her. Nobody threw me out on the street. But when you take someone in, you don't renege. I just, I feel like that should definitely be a rule of thumb about fostering. Yeah. Unless some extreme case, and I want this case to be considered extreme very badly, but... If I was honest with myself and everyone else, it's not. That was some typical puppy shit he did. Like it just, it just the blow, the the blow to me though, to my chest. I think what like, really didn't prepare us for Odin is the fact that we've been training Titus. Titus is not Titus isn't past his puppy phase, but he's getting through it. He's progressing. He's doing well in a way that Odin is not quite there yet, and it's like. I came for a 2-year-old, not a baby, not a newborn. Right, and I feel like it's almost like we don't get to celebrate or enjoy getting past those milestones with Titus because we immediately have to start over with Odin. And that is like, ah! We got Titus to learn to use the potty outside without a leash, perfectly, five by himself. Now we got to teach Odin. Right, and yeah, exactly. And it's a lot. It's like, dang, like Titus can do a lot. And, and I hate to keep comparing them because my friend, you know, you know, your mom's friend, Shadi, my friend was like, don't show favoritism. You're showing favoritism. And she's right. I do favor Titus. And I, I, I don't want that to show. I really don't. Well, me, I'm a kid, so I get a pass for being immature. I'm showing favoritism. Titus is my favorite. So. <laughs> uh, I, I plead the fifth. 
But <laughs> um, I just, it's, it's just a lot to unpack. Because on one hand, you know, Odin did this terrible, heinous thing today. But on the other hand, all day long when I wanted to talk crap about Odin, I'm remembering and realizing that there's so much that Titus has also done. While I'm sitting here looking for, you know, the harness, I'm remembering, oh yeah, Titus ate his harness. While we're looking at that hole in the wall, we're like, oh yeah, that was Titus. The hole in the wall was Odin. That was Titus? That was Titus, yeah. You're lying. No, that was Titus. Titus did the big ass hole in my room wall? Yes. That was Titus. He was the one there. Odin was on the other side of the room. No, Titus wasn't always there. But when that hole picked up, he sure was. Maybe, Maybe Odin started it, but Titus definitely finished it. Damn, I blame Odin for everything, and then I just wrong up. No, that sock was Odin. The sock was Odin. But see, that's the thing. Like, so that's what I'm getting at. Uh, and the way my gram would have said, I'm going to say it in my best kitschy tongue. Titus Dewey badness, too. That's what my gram would say that. Titus Dewey badness. And, and so... All of this, like, oh, Odin is such a... It's wrong. It's not fair. And Odin is not being given a fair shot. Odin needs that one-on-one time. Here's the thing about loving and caring for animals. When you do, or at least in my case, um, I may have told you this before. I think I did. and you were, you were there, so you may have noticed. But before I got the first dog I ever had since you were a kid, which was... Raja. I planned to get Raja. You know, I waited for Raja. I had to, like, put a deposit on Raja or something like that. And I waited for Raja. And Raja, um, I read, while I was waiting on Raja, I took the time to read all about dogs i read like multiple books so i studied about dogs and training and i I just read all these really cool books inside of a dog this book written by like a neurologist talking about how dogs think and how they're wired like i just went in i did the same thing when i was pregnant with you i read all about being pregnant and pregnancy and different practices after having the baby and raising a baby and like i like to go deep when i'm about to like that's kind of what I do when I want to learn something, I just read. But, um, read about it. So, the point is, I know a lot about dogs. I studied a lot about dogs. This is my long-winded way of saying that I know a lot about dogs. And when you know a lot about them, you can't ignore that. Because as mad as I want to be and as much as I want to get rid of the dog and, like, have my anger... I know too much about dogs. This all makes sense for, you know, and correlates with what I know about dogs. Like, I mean, even some of the knowledge that's just kind of rubbed off on me from you, like prevention. We know Odin could bust out of that crate. Where was the prevention? Fragile plants. Where was that? Where was the prevention? That wasn't even thought of. It wasn't planned for. I'm so. But. That's also the problem with the overwhelm of having multiple because here I am worrying about the cats. That's why I'm putting the plants in there. But uh, I can just go on forever. The point is, though, when you have animals and you keep them and you foster an animal, that is a big commitment 
to a huge responsibility. And when you commit to a huge responsibility, even if you do it on a whim one night while your son is telling you don't, you did it. So you can't back out. It's word is bond type stuff. Like if I'm going to be a single mother raising a son to be a man, I got to show him some, you know, and it's not manly as in male, manly as in human, good humanly stuff. And character. Got to show you some character. And like, I made a bad choice. So I need to deal with that. Rise to the occasion. And unfortunately, the choice I made involved a living, breathing animal. And I ain't going to do wrong by him. I can't. It's a great lesson on consequences having actions. I mean, actions having consequences. All that. I'm glad you get to see that. I hope that you do see that. And, you know, it would just warm my heart if I come to visit. At 58, child, I won't even be old. And when I come to visit my 38-year-old son, I'm going to just be 58, 59 when I come to visit my 38-year-old son. I won't even be old. Come see ya, and I'll be hot. I'm going to be so hot in my 50s. Like, I've already been seeing it. So, yeah, when I come to visit you, and I would love if there was, like, a turtle over there. And a, like, my influence on my child. You got some, you know, your oh, family cool. that includes, you know, animals. Because I do love the animals, and I do have some strong convictions about them, including... When I want to get on my God stuff all high horse, I do truly believe that the creator wanted man to assist with the animals. That's a belief of mine. That's just what I think. I could be on some a new high horse about some weird philosophy, but I mean, I just find... It interesting that we come together when you read about the history of man and dogs, like we just kind of naturally came together. Like when you do work with animals, you find that it almost comes very naturally to us to care for them, to love them, to hold them, to help them. So I just think it's kind of instinctual because it's a part of the intelligent design. I mean, my whole philosophy when it comes to, like, pets and animals has always been, like, I mean, there's such a surplus of already domesticated animals. Why not? At this point, we've been working for them for so, with them for so incredibly long. It's human animals. What's the net loss of me having a cat or a dog or a turtle or a fish? Right. And I feel... Because we've been domesticating them for so long, there are so many out here that do need homes. It's a it's a problem in every state. One thing you'll be able to find, or I would at least think most, at least I know they're here in other places, but you'll find pet shelters. You'll find nonprofit groups that take care of the animals in that area. And like beforehand, I never understood like why there was such a surplus of animals, but now I do because I mean... Poppy's about to have a whole nother litter. 
Yeah. If we had a female dog up in here, probably same. And it makes me think, too, because, oh, I'm an animal lover. I'm a pet lover. But what you don't realize and what those other people who don't so much like keeping pets do realize is pets multiply. <laughs> I mean, of course, you get them fixed and I need to get the cat fixed, clearly. But, you know, there's a whole story behind that. Um, you know, the last time she had an appointment, I made a trip and I was set to leave town on a girl's trip. And I definitely chose the trip over what glad taking her to get fixed and but she was already pregnant when i left exactly because she about to drop that litter now and that's the other thing that i didn't tell y'all about poppy my cat that i was talking about that now i have the baby cat whiskey poppy is pregnant and we're certain she's going to drop a litter of babies soon because poppy is a very slinky cat and she suddenly has a big gut and the gut moves so she's pregnant and um what if they have my same birthday <laughs> oh that would be cute if you shared a birthday with poppy's litter but then i'll crazy behind go try to keep the... yeah no <laughs> no they, oh my God, they have jonah's like, birthday have we, have, we have, to have to keep, keep that I, it's, it's all eight <laughs> <laughs> and poppy would be the spider monkey type of cat to just drop 12 like I really feel like I honestly because her belly is so big. There's like six in there. I think it's at least six. Yeah. Because that other she dropped three and she had no stomach. She got that stomach bulging on both sides. I feel like she about to drop a litter. That like you can see it from the front, back, top, bottom. <laughs> and only because whiskey is such a cool cat. I'm okay with this. Poppy makes some cool children if they survive. Whiskey has a ton of personality. He's a very cool cat. He's different from her. And this is what I love about animals as well. Just like humans, they all have different personalities. It's the way that I can describe. It's the mark of a good personality, a good character, a good person is how many, or at least in my opinion, like how many words you can describe them in and how succinct you can put their whole personality into a definition. And whiskey, I can put them into three words or less. <laughs> what is Kind. Well, now I have to think about it, actually. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't mean to mess up your thing by making you do that. Um, whiskey is... He is stubborn. <laughs> he is kind of brash. Like, reckless almost. But he's very jolly. <laughs> One thing about whiskey, he's not having a bad time. You put him in a crate, he's going to take a nap. <laughs> right, he's napping right now. I'm looking right at him. He's adorable. I love him. I love whiskey. And I guess that's what makes things a little tough with Odin. It's hard putting up with a dog that makes me feel like this when I literally love all my other pets. Like, I love Poppy to death, even though she's about to drop another litter, and I'm like, really? Like, but I'm not mad at her. I'm so glad, and I'm, I just... I'm so I know excited I'm gonna, for these new kittens. I'm excited for the new kittens. Um, <laughs> but we are not period. keeping them. We're not. We I'm may saying keep that to one. myself just as much as I take it to We you. may keep one. Maybe. Just one. But just one, we may, t- whiskey would love it. Whiskey would roll whiskey it around. Whiskey already has Poppy. 
Poppy does not like playing with him. Clearly, but <laughs> I mean, she's pregnant. She might ease up when she drops the letter. <laughs> man, I don't know, man. This is crazy. Poppy just beat. <laughs> she do. She beat up on that poor boy. But let's not make him some poor boy because he be beating on her just as much. Yeah, hitting up on his mama. And Whiskey is our cat that thinks he's a dog, so he sleeps in the crate sometimes a lot. Actually, it was started off as kind of like a joke, but now it's like a thing. We put him in the crate. He can be very mischievous. Whiskey is how old is Whiskey? Oh Whiskey God. was born in May, May like eighth. I think that's his birthday. October second, technically. May, June, July, August, September, October. So on October the eighth, Whiskey will be five months. Whiskey's about five months old. Oh <laughs> my baby. Poppy was also born on May the ninth, the year before Whiskey. So she had a she had her litter like the day before her birthday, her one year birthday. So that means Poppy is seventeen months old. Poppy was like, I'm giving myself a birthday gift this year. Children. <laughs> For my first birthday. I want kids. <laughs> Girl, what? She's not even two years old and she's and on her she's second litter. On her second litter. As soon as she was mature enough to drop them, she started dropping them. Titus and Odin are both, their birthday is February 21st or 23rd. And they're seven months old. So let's, I know they're seven months, so let's count back. If we're in October. October. Yeah, second. it would be February. Yeah. February. Yeah. So this month, around the 23rd, they'll be eight months old. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so it's just weird, like, love Titus. Titus can do his bad shit. He does do his bad shit as we realize like when we're trying to like crucify Odin, Odin, we realize that Titus does his badness too. But guess what? I love Titus. <laughs> as I, I, you know, Whiskey scratches me and t- rips up my curtains and, and eats the chair. And shits in plants. Whiskey shit in a plant. Or one of, I brought a plant and I brought the peace lily in since yeah, he did he will poop in a plant. Um it, he ha- he right there. he does he rips up my paper towels for my cleaning business. I have to put them on the highest shelf, and he still sometimes can figure out how to get it. He got one down the other day, um. So like he he's bad too, but I love his he's gods. Probably the baddest too. He's probably the worst. A pet. He's awful, but he's <laughs> adorable. And we've wa- we watched him come out of his mother to now, five months old. Oh, yeah. So he's just, we love him. So I think there's something to be said about having a pet from the time it's very young. Because that does really help. I think if we had, had Odin, since Odin was... A little baby puppy. It might make things... Well, first of all, it would be better because he would be more acclimated to, to us. us. yeah. But besides that, like, there's just something to be said. But I just... It bothers me that I have these strong, loving feelings for my other three. And I don't have those for him. And I know it's only been two months, so there's still time. But And sometimes I do feel like, oh, Odin's my baby. A little bit... But it didn't know, like, as soon... Titus has done some shit. And 
I'm not like I'm getting rid of him. Whiskey has literally had me lightheaded thinking I'm about to bleed out. Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I will scoop that little box anyway. These curtains were very nice and they were a gift and Whiskey has got his got holes all in them from climbing them. I mean, he's pretty much destroyed them. They still look nice from afar, but up close, he's clawed my curtains to, to shit. Shreds. Shreds. But it's okay. Like, and so okay. that's what... You know, I feel like might have been missing, especially from my Facebook community where I first started trying to have this conversation. Like, y'all don't understand. Like, I have four. If I'm saying one is too much, he's too much because the others are definitely too much. But I don't mind. And I just think that Odin deserves an owner that feels that way about him. I got a lot of love to give, but three might be my max. Or it's just got to be another animal that is different from... Or maybe it got to be something that I raised from a puppy, from a kitten, from a baby, from birth, you know? Because, like, he ain't it for me. But at the same time, I made this bed. I lie in it. If someone... I'm not going to actively try to get rid of him. But if somebody wants him, I definitely... I would love that would make my day. But I did go run and get him. So I'm not going to actively seek to upset his life for a third time. Yeah. He's seven months old. And that would be a that would be three homes before he was even one. That's, that's, that's yucky. Yeah. I can't do that, man, like that, man. Stressed out as I am, as frustrated about the situation as I am. I can't do him like that. And it feels good to be understood in that. Especially by somebody who has pets and understands animals and like that I can really break it down like that. Like it is that deep. And there are people who, I mean, you clearly know there are people who like, it's a fucking dog. But like one thing I about those people, it's like, but you aren't considering that the dog is just as emotionally complex as the human, if not more. Okay. Speak on that, son. Because a human can be one dimensional. A dog really just can't. I've never met a dog who's just one thing. Mm-hmm. They have complex personalities, um, traits, and, be, you know, they have di- they're, they're all different. I mean, look at how I love telling people this, and I tell people things, and sometimes I don't realize, I don't think about that they might not realize exactly what I'm telling them, but that Titus and Odin came out of the same litter. I say that so people can really have that aha moment of no two dogs are the same. Because I even got caught up in it. I really think when I got older and I thought, he'll be just like Titus. Just like Titus. But here's the thing that's funny about that. What if he was just like Titus? That would be terrible. Because yeah. Titus is a Titus misbehaved is dog. Titus Imagine. runs away. That would be two dogs for me to find. Oh you know, God. Titus is a fierce chewer. You know, Titus has things about him that I wouldn't want in Odin. So it's like, I can't sit here and tit for tat. Titus will pull you down on a walk. Odin, not so Odin doesn't pull the leash as much. Titus, like, is trying to drag you across the pavement. Your hand is red when you let go of that leash. He's ridiculous with that. But, you know, another thing that I had to hold myself accountable, we're going to have to hold ourselves accountable for my schedule has been fucked. When I first got older, I was like, I'm committed. I'm up at 5.30. 
period. I'm gonna take care of these dogs before I go anywhere. I am the mother of the year. I got up at 5.30 in a good two, three weeks. It's about 6.37. I mean, kind of same. I don't get up until like 5.45 anymore. And like, I need to be gone by 6, kind of. And the dogs need it as hard as it is, as harsh as it is. One of the things I love about dogs and why I recommend dogs to people, you know, who need like to get up in the morning is dogs are early risers and dogs do best and thrive the most when they have a routine schedule that they can rely on because it teaches the dog what to expect so the dog doesn't have so much anxiety because it knows what to expect. Dogs are anxious creatures. If they don't know who they are, what their purpose is, what they're supposed to be doing, when they're going to eat, when they're going to get to go potty, they are stressed out. <laughs> That's how dogs are. And the difference between dogs and humans is like, I can I can kind of be a bit fluid. I can say I can wake up at 5.30 this day, 5.45 this day, 6 this day, and still get my, and still know what the schedule is hitting for. A dog will not, will be like, okay, so this thing went out of place. Is well, he can't read. He can't, he can't read no read. schedule. You can't write it down for him to tell him, okay, look, it's going to be, you know, and we can talk to him, yeah, but he still doesn't, he can't tell time. And here's the thing that's so funny. Dogs can tell time, though. Because when you give them a routine schedule and you stick to it, that's what teaches them to tell time. If you did the same exact things with your dog at the same exact things all the time, routinely, for a long period of time, before long, the dog would begin initiating these activities, which means you will, that's why dogging, having a dog and being a good dog owner is so cool because it is a lot of work for the first about two, two and a half years. And then after that, it's nothing because the dog will do the rest. You can be napping on the couch and at 6.30, if that is the time that you always take the dog walking, the dog will be whining and grabbing the leash and telling you and waking you up at 6.30 like, hey, let's go. It's it's time. Get we, off the couch. Get off the couch We're now. walking. We're walking like dogs can tell time. That's how, they, that's how they tell time, though. You have to create their internal clocks for them. But that's why it is almost abusive to the dog to not maintain it because that's what makes them act out. That's what makes them anxious. Today, what I did to the dogs... I put them in a crate for a couple hours while I was working. That's not something I normally do. So while Titus was like, Titus and me have a bond. He trusts me. He knows that, you know, I'm not going to just leave him there and he won't ever eat or use. He knows I'm going to be back eventually. He might have been a little whiny, you know, but he knows I'm coming back. Odin, he panicked. He panicked. He was like, well, she never does this. Why are all these plants in here? What is going on? It's like, disappeared. You know, what, what, was that, what was that going on yesterday morning when we had to go potty and it was raining and I didn't want to do that? Like, he's stressed out. We did just get, you know, see the first, you know, pieces of a hurricane. And that, would, that is his first hurricane. He's only seven yeah. months old. It's his first hurricane. It's Titus's too, but Titus also has other reasons to be comfortable. There's just a lot. So I didn't mean to go on and on about the topic, but I did as well because I want to demonstrate that there's a lot that goes into owning pets. For me, it's not just like, oh, get the dog and I don't care, whatever. Like, no, if I'm going to love it, I'm going to care for it. And 
you know, I'm going to do right by it because it is a living, breathing thing. And I went and got it. It didn't come to me and say, hey, can I live here? I went and picked him up. So you can't do people all kind of way and you go and pick them up in the middle of the night. Especially after you had admonitions coming from your son. You know, like di different other people giving you those warnings not to do the... You know, you... what I mean, it is what it is. It's yeah. our dog. We got to go with it. It's but a very made bed line type situation. Very much so. But I think what we can do is... What I can do is get... And I have to because especially with the way my business is picking up. I can get these... Um, get this schedule straight to the point where the dogs do know what to expect. They're seven months old. Okay, that's enough playing with them. They're not one. They still have time to be molded into really good dogs. For the next... And I just not set a goal so crazy so I can't stick to it. I'll just say for the next 30 days, make sure they get the, get that get that routine together for them, period. And I know what it is because of how my schedule changes because of the way I have to work. Their routine has to be bright and early in the morning. That needs to be their schedule. That means I'm up. 4.30, really. And that's the thing that kills me. I know the time I really need to get up is 4.30. The thing about me is I can't help you there, bestie. I feel you. <laughs> I need to get up at 4.30 and give them, boy, everything. At 4.30, by 5 o'clock, they should be walking. They should be out walking. By 5 o'clock in the morning, they're walking. They're playing. They're getting their training. Their couple lessons and stuff. Then they eat. And then get another outing, and then in the crate all day. Like, Odin might stay in his crate if he got everything he needed before he was asked to stay in there for six hours at a time. You right. And I want to clarify, this isn't particularly, like, just a dog thing, even though dogs it's more mandatory for. But I've kind of trained the cats to, like, don their food at night, and then when I wake up, yell at me to feed the boar. Like, that's one thing that I've noticed. When I wake up, I leave my room, Poppy and Whiskey are on my behind. <laughs> it's like, okay, we downed our food last night. You feed us in the morning. Come on. Got going. Right. It's just about doing the same things over and over. The animals definitely take to that. They understand that. They see that. And they, they appreciate that. That tells them, okay, I'm going to eat at, you know, every day at this time, they're going to feed me. So, you know, like, you know, every day around these times, I'm going to get to go outside some. So I don't have nothing to worry about when I'm chilling in this creek because I know that in two more hours, just like every single day, like th the key to making a dog uh, understand you and feel comfortable in your space is them knowing what to expect from you. Them knowing where their food and water is coming from and when it's coming, where their bathroom breaks are coming. And, and, and that's like literally what makes a happy dog. A dog needs to know their purpose. A dog needs to know when, what and when. And it's just really funny because, you know, 
we're sitting here human and we all high on the source, but dogs are very alike us. Did you know that one reason why man and dog like made the connection because dogs are one of the few creatures and cats do it too, but one of the few key creatures that look you at the eyes, they can eye gaze with you. And mm -hmm. that was that's just an appeal to man. Like we like people that can look us in our it's just like it's almost like an understanding thing. Like when you look yeah. me in the eyes, you're an animal, yeah, but you looked in my eyes. You you understand. You feel me. Yeah. Like, it's you, weird how that is one of the things, but that's one of the things that draws us to them. That's just a really fun psychology fact. Like, if you just attentively listen to someone for long enough, you don't have to say a word to them, you are their friend now. And it goes the same with animals. A dog never said hi to a human. Never. But they looked at us in the eyes long enough, and we were like, I love you. <laughs> Live in my house. <laughs> Destroy my things, and I'll still, like, I'll be mad, but, like, you can still live here. <laughs> Rent-free food. Rent-free, like, Utility food, free. water. All your medicines, shots, what do you need? Shots, I'll fix you. Pills, what? what's up? What do you need? It's ridiculous, but it feels good for people to understand. I love animals. I don't want any more right now, except for <laughs> I lie. I, that's a lie. I would have eight dogs. I know you would. Like, literally, as soon as I have a bigger space, I will. And, um, <laughs> um, period. But just where I am right now, I am maxed out. And my stress level is definite. Because one thing about me having a lot of animals, it's always been in my, like, a goal. Not a goal, but just how I saw my life is me in my big-ass ranch. Like, a real big ranch. I've never wanted a two-story house. I want a ranch. One story, but just big. A manor. It goes on forever, but it's just one floor. And um, me and my big ranch and a lot of dogs running through that. A parrot or two and a couple of kitties. And we all live here on uh, in this big in this ranch house, maybe we do live on a ranch in a ranch. I might want some horses in the back shoot. I don't know. But I've always imagined. Okay. Get around fast. Hello. I've just always imagined me living with a lot of animals. And I didn't see it starting now. But it has. And even though Odin is very annoying to me. He's just a part of this story. I've always seen myself with a lot of animals, and I couldn't possibly think that I was going to be madly in love with every last one of them. <laughs> I care about the dog. I don't. He's a living, breathing thing, and I don't want him hurt, and I don't want him in the street, and I did go pick him up, so I'll keep him. That doesn't mean I'm going to, you know, love him the way I love my Titus or my Whiskey or my Poppy, but that doesn't mean I'm going to treat him any different either. Because you kept him. And if you are, and if you feel like you are not capable of treating him better, then that is when you do that need to get rid of him. So I am considering that too. Like this thing is a saying stone. Because sometimes I think like, but I know I don't, you know, but I also know I can. So I feel like, let me give the man a try. Give Odin a try. And just get that schedule. Stick to it. I haven't been waking up super early like I used to. I need to. Let me do it. And then, you know, I feel like after a while, I'll probably be singing a different song. And we can revisit this topic later. What do you think? I feel like we should definitely revisit this topic later. And also, I feel like after a bit more time with Ellen and getting to know him better, training him a bit better, 
our opinions can entirely flip flop. We might even like him a bit more than we like Titus. And that's plausible, but I doubt it. No, it's real plausible. And I've I've seen that in the cards as well. Like, if I would do the right thing with Odin, he would be my favorite dog. And I kind of know it low key, <laughs> but I kind of almost can't do that to Titus so willingly. So I right. feel like there's almost like an innate like need to reject Odin as not to offend or make Titus feel less loved. It's so weird. <laughs> like this shit is down. <laughs> Emotions are so like just wild, stupid almost. Seriously, no for real. Wild and stupid. Like I agree. Um but it's a lot being a pet owner. You love them, you hate them, you want to get rid of them, but you keep them, and it's all right. Right, Jonah? Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk to y'all later. We signing out. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Betty Show podcast. I am your host, Black Betty, and I just want to let you know that I am so thankful for you. You've been supporting me. You've been listening to me run my mouth. You've been laughing at my videos. You've been clicking on my shit on Facebook or TikTok or YouTube. You love me. And I love you back. And I may not show it sometimes because I struggle with it. But the love is real and the love is there. And I thank you.